0: Another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam, and I'm removing microtransactions from this podcast. Uh,
1: I feel like you've done that one before.
0: Did I? Microtransactions are uh, a huge they're one. A big deal. Yeah, uh, you are really not really close to your mic. Well,
1: I'm sorry. The dog. Yeah. Decided that it was a good time to sit in my lap.
0: There we go. We're getting closer. Yay! We did it.
1: Sorry, I'm short. I can't handle it
0: i'm super tall i'm I'm super short i'm at least six foot seven lies okay fine i'm six foot five you're six foot one dang it well
1: i mean really like it doesn't matter i'm only i am five two and three quarters the doctor couldn't give me a quarter of an inch so really your six one is nothing in comparison
0: welcome to games and groceries (laughs) liz how you doing
1: I'm good, slowly, extremely slowly recovering from my cold. Yeah, As many of you remember last week, I sounded terrible.
0: Yeah, and you gave me a cold, so that was great. You're welcome. Yeah.
1: That's what marriage is. We share everything. Ouch.
0: We also got a switch light this past week.
1: Which we share.
0: Yeah, we did share. Kind of. (laughs) well it's it's good though because you're now playing breath of the wild i'm playing the untitled goose game i have never seen you more invested hi buddy um (laughs) i've never seen you more invested into a game than you have been with breath of the wild he's on my wire i got him don't worry about
1: it okay um yeah i don't really i i just figured out what i'm doing with breath of the wild it took me two hours to do it but what happened was I was walking around aimlessly because I right. never um, I never dedicated a spot on the map. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot. Like, I set the destination, but then I somehow unset it. So I was just walking around aimlessly. And then I was like, what is happening? And yeah. then I, like, looked at it. I was like, oh, it's not set. There we go. And then I was able to figure out what was happening.
0: But you're pretty, uh, pretty good into Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I will beat Untitled Goose Game at some point.
1: Is there a way to beat that? Is that, like, a game yeah. you beat? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, you have to play it.
1: I don't know. I was just—I just assumed you're walking around aimlessly, no. like a goose bothering people.
0: It's a ama- well, yeah, that too. But there's goals in mind. It's so good. I love Untitled Goose Game. Um, but yeah, let's just get the show started. We actually have a Switch Lite news, but it's not so good. But yeah, um, yeah we got a Switch Lite, and um, we're hoping it stays um, Joy-Con esque. You know. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, we're not at that part of the of the show. Though. No, you have to B- wait.
0: But I really like the switch light; it feels good.
1: Yeah, it's it's nice.
0: Your pinky fell asleep though.
1: Um. Yeah, my first night playing it, my pinky fell asleep. But that happens a lot when I play video. Like even when I play the consoles, my pinky fell asleep. I think I have some sort of like deficiency. Yeah, or you something never in you never finger.
0: told me that part. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Welcome to Games and Groceries again. Let's uh, let's get the show started. <laughs> and we'll. We'll take you into a doctor pretty soon to check your (laughs) pinky. To check your pinky.
1: It happens when I'm on my phone too. Like if I'm holding something for too long in my left hand, my pinky falls asleep. Sometimes my right hand. Anyway, let's go. I've On to our first segment.
0: I I've known you for ten years. I've never known this part. Anyways. (laughs) You uh, ignored
1: my cue.
0: Yeah, because we have to remind our audience to find <laughs> us on social media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can find us on social media, Twitter, at Gaming Groceries. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Ace of You can also find us on Instagram. <laughs> hey. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm at Journey First.
0: So you can follow us individually and uh, be friends with us there. Ask is Why Why is your pinky always falling asleep? Hers is at Journey First. Please ask her. Tweet at her. Why is your pinky falling asleep? Hashtag wake up pinky um <laughs> instagram games and groceries all one word we can check out behind behind the scenes photos as well as question of the week where i post every single friday 12 p.m eastern standard time and you have enough time to answer from sunday eastern standard time 12 p.m eastern standard time but let's check out our website games groceries.com where you can check out all the episodes from the website as well as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website as well as some articles that i've written in the past but i have not gotten to yet because we're in the moving process uh by moving process i mean we're a month away so i'm still stressing out about that anyways so if you're watching us on youtube consider subscribing and hitting the notification bell so that you are aware of when all of these podcast episodes come out as well as subscribing to us on itunes if you're listening to us on the audio i know because a quarter of you are listening on itunes i'm creepy like that and i see the statistics so with all that said and done let's move on to our first segment movie minutes Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we saw in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or in theaters. And we like to recommend it or we don't recommend it. And this week's movie is actually something that we actually didn't give a rating this time.
1: No, it's too hard to give a number to.
0: Let's just talk about it. Uh, We just came out. In fact, we're recording this at nighttime because our friends coming over during our usual recording time. So we actually just came out of seeing joker yeah in theaters yeah so joker of course starring joaquin phoenix uh when i say of course i mean it has been uh, all over in media like everybody mm-hmm. has been waiting for this film to come out yeah and now it is we just saw the midnight premiere not really midnight they but say um,
1: midnight but it's like they the fir- they showed the first movie at four thirty.
0: yeah That's so stupid. opening thoughts go
1: It was good. Yeah. Um, And we actually disagreed Mm -hmm. in how we perceived the movie because you saw it as a standalone.
0: Yeah. I saw it as a film.
1: I watched it as part of the Batman DC universe.
0: Yeah. Which, uh, before we go any further, we are not saying any spoilers. No. If you are afraid of any kind of spoilers, I have timestamps down below in the description. YouTube. YouTube audio, whatever, you can skip ahead. We're not good doing any spoilers, but if you want to go fresh in, there you go. Continue.
1: So we both watched the movie in different mindsets, mm-hmm. and that's where we disagree, because I saw it as part of the Batman universe, yeah. and I didn't enjoy it as much because of that. Right. Um, because the whole time, one, I have to put, put say this. Yeah. I am in love with Heath Ledger yes i will always be in love with heath ledger when i remember that he is dead Mm -hmm. i want to cry yeah that's how in love with heath ledger i am so this is hard to watch (laughs) yeah because the whole time i'm just like well Heath ledger could do it better yeah and i just remember that heath ledger is dead and he couldn't be this part but he would have been amazing in this part in my opinion so that was part of my problem yeah um but the whole time I was looking for plot holes, trying to see if it connects to the Batman story. Mm-hmm. So that was part of it. Was that the whole time I was trying to make sure that both meshed? Yeah. Whereas you were watching it as a standalone, and it yeah. was. And at, thinking back, if it was a standalone movie, it would have been amazing.
0: And that's the thing. That's the, that's my first point. Is that uh, well, let's just jump into this, right? Uh, because it says movie minutes, mm-hmm. uh, not movie hour, <laughs> but. Talking about this, I think the biggest problem of this film, and this isn't, like, I didn't have any notes down because we literally just got out of it. Yeah. So, this is just coming off the cuff. fresh. So, I think its biggest enemy in this film was that it was a Batman theme. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, I think the... Hi, buddy. Are you itching yourself? Can I help you itch? Cool. I'm itching my dog with my foot. Anyways. (laughs) I think its biggest flaw was that it had to be a Batman theme. But trailers depict that something's wrong with Arthur Fleck, uh, right? Uh, And and it's pretty much been said that he has schizophrenia. Now, if the movie just focused about how communities don't focus on schizophrenic people, right... I think this movie would have had a brilliant message, a needed message Mm -hmm. and a phenomenal artistic film that has plenty of cinematography and great writing and uh, fantastic acting. The the, the acting in this film is fantastic. However, you have to compare it to all of the Batman films because that's what it puts it out to be. The whole movie is called Joker.
1: Yeah, which also leads it to be... um, compared to other jokers as well other actors exactly who the joker which ha- is what i was doing
0: you have to compare this with heath ledger's joker yeah. like you you have to compare it with those ranks who was the best joker and now you have to put joaquin phoenix in the mix
1: but which i want to say joaquin phoenix came as a close second to heath ledger heath ledger will yeah. Yeah. always be number one that's the end of the story don't fight me
0: but that's but that's a sad part is that the movie had a phenomenal message mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. And yet it was ruined because it was so focused on making sure that, you know, this is a Batman film. Yeah. And that's the thing. I kept thinking in this film that this did not need the Batman film.
1: It could have been a good, like if they just came up with an idea for this movie. Yeah. And just put it out as a regular movie. It would have been an amazing and strong movie. Yeah. And I feel, and like like you were saying, you kind of feel like they put it in a Batman theme so that it would sell tickets out of fear that it wouldn't have sold otherwise.
0: And, and that's the thing. I, I think it's so wrong to think that, to to say that the only way people would see this is because it's Batman. But that, that's completely false. Like the fact that Joaquin, well, Joaquin Phoenix isn't really marketable. You know, I know Joaquin Phoenix. Do you know him?
1: I know his name. Yeah, and I recognize his face, but I don't know where to place him. So I feel yeah. like I've—he
0: was in—I t- uh, think his youngest role was *Stand by Me*. I might be wrong about that, but that—but that's the thing. Oh. Is that yeah? Well, Joaquin Phoenix isn't completely marketable, but you have Robert De Niro in there. And, yeah, and that's the thing. Is that I—I I, I think that it made the mistake of being a Batman film. Now, let me go into my good points here. The cinematography, the way this is filmed, the way it was directed, was so fantastic. It, it you you thought you were watching an art piece. You you thought you were you were experiencing like an indie game. You know mm-hmm. how indie games have those kind of uh really nice camera angles? Yeah. This had brilliant camera angles. You you know what to focus on. It it gave you. Yeah, and that's the thing. We sat in the front row. It's already which, hard to see the screen. Yeah,
1: which made it, which also made it a little hard to yeah. focus on the movie.
0: But the direction and the cinematography of this film had you point out every single thing you needed to see mm-hmm. on the screen, and and I think that was fantastic. Yeah. I I think the story was well written because it all tied itself together. There was no loose ends. You you saw the purpose. You saw the drive. You saw. Um, every person's motives i won't say because that's a spoiler um but you you got to see everybody's you know point in the story and i think it was just well written until you got to the end which is i'm not going to say yeah but um any other thoughts before we go into why we're not giving it a number
1: um not really it's just something i mean it's it's definitely a good movie to see, not waste time. Yeah. But it just, it all, I think it all depends on what your mindset is going into it.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is just like, if your mindset, like myself, you just watch it as a film, mm-hmm. standalone. I didn't give it any sort of bar. I didn't compare it to Dark Knight. I didn't compare it to any other Joaquin Phoenix film. I just walked in and said, this is a movie. But you made sure you were all only focusing on how does this tie into the Batman universe? Yeah. But me, I'm just saying, is this a good movie?
1: Yeah. And you can tell they tried to make it more of an indie. Yeah. But you, it, 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 cause, because it doesn't feel like a Batman movie.
0: Right. And, that, and that's it.
1: But it's supposed to be. And that's, uh, that's where I think the disconnect is.
0: Now, usually we give this a number. We usually give this a number out of 10. Um, it usually, you know, a 7 out of 10 is decent and 8 is a solid movie. Now, here's the problem. Here's the real problem. And, and we were talking about this on The Walk Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of saying, like, listen. And I was trying to convince her, like, this was a fantastic film. If the message was just driving into we need to give people with mel- mental illness a better chance at life, I think it would have been like a film of the decade. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, However, because it was a Batman film, it kind of lost track with its message a little bit and tried to get you to say like, no, 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 wait, 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 this is a Batman theme film. This is a Batman theme film. Just remember that still Batman, you know, and it just, it conflicts itself. Is it a good, like if you gave it a number, That would be like saying, like, is this number for a Batman film? Is this movie for a mental illness film? Is this number? It it got complicated.
1: Yeah. So we ultimately decided that it's it's too hard to rate. Yeah. But we can give it the stamp of not a waste of time. Yeah. It's a good movie. Not a waste of money. Not a waste of time.
0: Yeah. we, We talked about it and just said, like, like what you said. It's worth seeing.
1: Yeah, it's definitely worth seeing.
0: Yeah. If you were curious to say, like, well, I already know the end of the story. You're already probably guessing how the movie ends. You might be right. that Without spoiling it, you might be right. However, how you get to that ending is fantastic. The a journey. Coaster. It's a roller coaster. Um, So whatever you think about the film, whatever you're trying to predict.
1: Stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like. I still think it's worth seeing. Yeah. Would we own this on Blu-ray? Probably not. It's it's one of those films that like I can see once, maybe twice, but after that it's just.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a couple times and pretty spaced out. Like I think if we ever watch it again, it would be because it's on TV in like five years.
0: Exactly. Like it's
1: on a channel. Where we're like, hey, Joker. Yeah. let watch that.
0: Or you know just not because i hate watching movies on tv I know. commercials but anyways uh but that was joker that was our opinions joker i know it was a little bit confusing because like i said i usually have notes and yeah. structured um uh, but th- it was very a uh, it's a it's a very complicated film mm-hmm. to actually give a rating for because it, it it's two different I have to give it a lot more thought, I, and I, I would, I want to see. Usually,
1: it, we have time, like at least twelve hours, to mull over to like a movie process it, yeah, before we rate it. And this was and this like is fresh out ten minutes later.
0: This is why we watch the films like really early, just to like mull it over. I really want to see it again, just to process it. But I definitely still think it's worth a watch. Yeah, if you're interested in seeing it at all. And if you're not interested in seeing it, that's okay. That's fine. But I I definitely think it's worth at least one watch. It's a very important film. Uh, I'll give it that. In terms of mental illness, I think Mm -hmm. it's a very important film. So uh, those are our thoughts. And um, yeah, I think it's a good time to jump into our next segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past weekend. We like to rate it three, two, one, 3, 2, 1, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the games industry. And let's just get started with our number three in the top three gaming news. And that is Ubisoft is actually set to remove the boosters and microtransactions from breakpoints. So if you're watching this, this is on Monday. You're probably watching it. Um... It, it, it's probably already come into effect because breakpoint is set to come out a, on Friday uh and that's just it is that if you got the gold edition of breakpoint you actually got early access which means you also got brrr, early access to the microtransaction store where? microtransaction good job adam um uh,
1: where did you get two pens
0: I don't know I still have one let me oh, throw that no, at, no. oh okay don't. I like to oh, throw right on your face I like to throw pens, uh oh my microphone, uh but anyways, if you purchase the gold edition, you have the early access to the show or or to the store, not the show uh it's late at night <laughs> um, so in this store, you got to see time savers, skill point bundles, crafting materials, and weapon upgrades all of this to say that like. This is a pay-to-win kind of microtransaction store. Now, when I saw this, the immediate thought process was Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I-, I saw this in Odyssey, and the and the reason was um it wasn't that big of a deal. It's because it was a single-player game, no one really cares. The total time saver thing. It is still a microtransaction in a single-player game, though. So it just kind of got up in the in the way. Now Breakpoint has multiplayer in it, right? So then it becomes pay to win. Um uh, and that and that's just it. It's that Ubisoft Ubisoft lately has become a microtransaction fiend a little bit. Um and the whole loot box thing in Siege is fine, in my opinion, but that's just it. Now, Ubisoft did come out and say. That they're getting rid of it. Uh community managers came on to a blog post to say this. Uh, this is just a section of the blog post, and it has this to say from the beginning, two key factors stood out as an extremely important for the team: that Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon breakpoint doesn't include any pay-to-win elements, and to make sure that players uh, players not choosing to engage in in-game purchases do not see their experience affected. Players will be able to unlock skills and get access to plenty of varied loot and items by simply playing the game.
1: You know, That's nice.
0: just like a regular game. Uh, Liz, any thoughts?
1: That sounds like a great idea.
0: I think so, too. <laughs> Good talk. But, yeah, once again, Ubisoft is now in the fire of microtransactions like I said I've seen this in Assassin's Creed Origins I didn't play too much of Odyssey because it's a garbage heap I don't (laughs) care what you say Uh, but Odyssey also had these time savers and skill points and crafting materials Uh, but these are single-player games so they're thinking they can get away with it now the also fact that oh it's a single-player game but it's just it made itself so grindy that you feel like you had to buy these. Mm-hmm. I never did. I never felt like I had to. In Origins, Odyssey, a little grindy, a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, I was interested in playing Breakpoint, especially since John Bernthal is in it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. John Bernthal is in it. Uh, the good puppy from E3. He was all about that great uh Breakpoint. So, uh, he was a good little puppy. Jeez. Oh, but uh, any other thoughts before we move to number two?
1: Um, not really.
0: Because I don't play Tom Clancy games. Yeah, dang. dang. (laughs) Division two also didn't really spark an interest in me either. Division one did.
1: Anyways, let's (laughs) move
0: on to number two, and that is uh, the Switch Lights. The Switch Light. Um, Barely a week into existence. Yeah. It has already been dragged into the Joy-Con class action lawsuit that was originally filed back in July. Now, if you remember, if you remember that back in July, like I said, uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of Joy-Con grift going, grift, uh, drift. It's late at night, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this little Joy-Con drift going on with a lot of consumers and a, law, uh, a lawsuit came in. A class action lawsuit was filed uh, for the consumers because there was a faulty system in a lot of Nintendo Switches and we thought that Nintendo would solve it in the Switch Lite but we found out through a video with Spawnwave as he broke down uh, all the video in fact I will have um, his video linked down below uh, definitely give it a check out he actually breaks down a Switch Lite he takes it apart and he finds out that What do you know? It's the same Joy-Cons from the original Switch in the Switch Lite. So yeah, we looked at the warranty for ours. We have a 30-day return policy. So we're keeping in check of that. We kept the box just in case. But there's already been cases, many different cases, about the Switch Lite having Joy-Con drift or a stick drift. So uh, you've been playing the switch light more than i have yeah do you feel like the sw- uh the joysticks feel like they could be bro- broken
1: not from what i can tell yeah. um now i'm not one to just let the joy cons go right like i when i'm holding it i'm holding it and i have my thumbs on them yeah so I guess I don't. I might if it was doing anything. I probably wouldn't even notice.
0: No, I checked because I calibrated it and I was making sure it wasn't drifting because I would keep checking it. Okay. But, but that's yeah, just so it. So
1: I don't. I don't notice anything. So even if it was, it's not like game altering bad.
0: Exactly. Um. Now, a lot of users, a lot, and if you go through Reddit, a lot of them have the similarity that after 20 hours of gameplay, they experience Joy-Con drift or or just joystick drift because there's no really Joy-Con on the Switch so Lite.
1: I should be there in a couple days.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but that's the thing they say after 20 hours, especially since they played uh Links Awakening and Breath of the Wild yeah. on the Switches Lights. So, uh but we got this quote right here. We got this quote. Sorry, there's a, there's something going on outside. That's weird. Uh, but we got this quote from the article, which is linked down below. And it's true. While Nintendo hasn't addressed the problem in any kind of detail, the company did begin offering free Joy-Con repairs, no questions asked, uh, after the lawsuit was entered. But... The Switch lights controllers are built into the system itself, which means any kind of fix would involve shipping the whole thing off to a repair center, a process, and this is where the writer comes in here, a process I can tell personally takes weeks. Tomorrow, I'll be going into my third week and still counting until he gets his Joy-Cons back. Wow. That's crazy.
1: That is crazy. And like you said, for... You know, for the regular Switch, that's not as big of a deal because yeah. there are ways around it. Yeah. But for the light, you have to ship out your entire system. Exactly. So that means you just bought the system for $200. Yeah. And now you don't get to use it for weeks. Yeah. Or who knows? It could be even longer. He's in his third week. It could be a whole month. Yeah. It could be a month and a half.
0: And I know this sounds like, oh, boohoo, you don't have your video game system, you have plenty of other video games, but it's the fact that y- you're a consumer, mm-hmm. you purchased this thing with it, money.
1: Yeah. And it came to you broken, essentially. Yeah. And for the light, it came out after the lawsuit and they d- made, and, and Nintendo made the decision to keep the original yeah. sticks, the original shifts uh, in the system.
0: Yeah. The original joysticks.
1: Yeah, that's where I was looking for.
0: Yeah, and that's just so that's
1: up to that. That's on them. They could have said we're going to delay the release of the light so that we can replace all the. Why can't I remember this word?
0: Joysticks. (laughs)
1: Joysticks. Yes. So that we can replace all the joysticks, like yes, that would have been acceptable. I think everyone would have been (laughs) perfectly fine with them delaying the release of the light. Yeah. So that they could all get systems that work properly. But instead, they decided to release the yeah. broken system again. Mm-hmm. And now they're having extra things added to their lawsuit.
0: It is a little bit annoying, but I am keeping a close eye watch on the on the Switch Lite. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just a little bit annoying that the Switch Lite is also brought into this same lawsuit class yep. action lawsuit it's a it's a little bit annoying but uh we'll we'll see where this all comes from uh there was an an fcc filing for a new switch model but we later found out that this is most likely the new model is actually a dev kit yeah so um but yeah so no hope there let's move <laughs> on to our number one gaming news and that is a conspiracy theory here over at sony interactive entertainment And Sony's Twitter announced that the head of PlayStation Studios, Sean Layden, is leaving Sony. Sean Layden, which is essentially the Reggie fils well, now Doug Bowser, or the Phil Spencer of PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And he's leaving. Not through a press conference, which was really weird. That's the thing. This announcement didn't come through a press release or a press conference, Uh, no reason was given no successor was named it was just thrown out in a tweet which i will read to you here very quickly if it pops up there it is so this is coming from playstation's official twitter and this came out on september 30th just out of the blue like i said no press conference uh playstation has this to say it is with great emotion that we announced that Worldwide Studios Chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment. His, vi- his visionary leadership will greatly be missed. We wish him success in the future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. <laughs> I love how they ended. Thanks for everything. Pace out, homie. And that was that. Yeah sean didn't sean layton didn't tweet anything uh like i said no press conference was scheduled uh people were searching for a reason no reason was given it's becoming kind of a conspiracy theory now i did just watch luke stevens video um i'm just gonna write this down uh because like i'm gonna be you know linking some videos down below and i want you to see it but uh luke stevens actually had a really good thought Saying that a new person, uh, oh, man, I'm trying, to for, uh, I'm trying to remember this guy's name, but he's now the president of Sony Interactive yeah. Studios. Uh, but that's, uh, that's going to bother me. But that guy, you're going to hate me in the comments. Comment down below. Why am I so stupid? Now, oh, it's late at night. Now, uh, this new guy comes in, and he has a totally new vision for Sony, Mm-hmm. And what basically Luke Stevens had said is that they're moving into a new generation very soon. They're starting to move management very soon because of this new generation. That's how Phil Spencer got his job, right? Because the other guy wasn't doing a fantastic job. So Phil Spencer took the reins and now we have game pass. So this new guy is saying like, Hey, Sean's not sharing my vision. I'm butting heads with him a lot. So let's just push him out as somebody who um is experiencing kind of the same thing. Not really. I shouldn't say that on just this, yet. Yeah. On a similar level, I'm starting to really believe this. Um Liz, do you have any thoughts on this?
1: Um I would I mean, it's the business world. In the end, we I mean, we like to believe that the gaming community is truly a community and a family and that nothing like this would happen in our community. Yeah. Um but the reality is that they're in the business world and mm-hmm. the business world pretty much does whatever they want. Yeah. So, I mean, it's plausible.
0: And that's just it. It's, um, it's plausible that they're just pushing him out with silence. Sean Lane is probably not retiring. They just kind of pushed him out mm-hmm. um, because it's just weird.
1: I was going to say, because also, I mean, you hear all the time how people are forced into retirement.
0: Yeah, they're you know, they're forced so, into it.
1: I mean, it could be the same situation where they... They didn't. Mm-hmm. They just kind of forced him into that option where he's just like, "Well, what's the point? I might as well just retire."
0: Yeah, and that's just it. Sean Lane has been with the company since 1987. He's been with the company wow. for 32 years. He was at the company well before, but I was born. I am currently 28, so that's weird to think that
1: he's been there since before I was even an idea.
0: Exactly. Wait. Your your parents were married. No, wait. They were married.
1: What year did he start?
0: 1987.
1: Yeah, my parents weren't even engaged.
0: That's wild. That's wild.
1: My older sister wasn't, eni- wasn't even an idea at that point. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is weird.
0: That's weird. But that's the thing. He's been in the company for that long. And for him to leave, and for the announcement for him to leave at a company like sony interactive uh entertainment three tweets that's just weird yeah. we don't know the reason yet and again this episode could come out monday we could find out all the details so i probably sound like an idiot right now i'm sure you'll say in the comments down below if you're watching us on youtube but definitely comment down below what do you think he left um honestly because it's it's super weird i like what luke Stevens said about it it's 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 a it's a pretty good, good good theory. Yeah, it's a good theory. But um, yeah, I I hope Sean does the best. But honestly, with Sean Layden, man, the PlayStation Four wouldn't be where it is today. I mean, it was through Sean Layden that you got games like Spider Man, like you got games like God of War, like you get got games like Infamous Second Son, like you got all these amazing games. Through Sean Layton's visionary leadership. And for him to be just booted with a tweet, that's just... That's the re- other
1: thing. He didn't write any tweet.
0: He didn't write any tweets.
1: PlayStation just put that out and that was the end of it.
0: I hope I, by the time this episode comes out, more reasons are out there in the open. Yeah. And I hope I sound like an idiot. Yeah. But it's starting to look like they just pushed him out. They told him to keep silent. They paid for his silence. And that's just that. So um i think this is a good time to jump into our final segment do you think it's a good
1: time i think we need to figure out a way to stop going into our final segment on a depressing note
0: we'll never think like that because we're depressing people that's true okay so let's just jump into our final segment Every single week here on the podcast, we like to have this talky time, which is a coffee table situation where we talk about uh, topics in the gaming industry, like female gamers or breaking the mode in the gaming industry or, you know, game preservation or other topics. Just go down a list. You're listening to some iTunes. I see the I see the statistics. You're on iTunes, which I did hear that iTunes uh, is messing up our feed a little bit. Uh, If you're seeing that, definitely write into me. Uh, I'm looking into it. From what I can tell, what can I see is it's in order for me, but we did have some listeners say, like, hey, it's out of whack. I don't know why. So I will be contacting our distributor. So uh but let's talk about it. Here's our talking time, and we're actually talking about remasters versus remakes. Now, the reason why we decided on this topic is it was our past uh question of the week. What remasters would you like to see, Allah? um Link's Awakening mm-hmm. Link's Awakening of course was the remake that was just released with the Switch Lite on September 20th so uh let's just talk about this so first before we start the conversation let's define a remaster versus a remake and even versus a port right yeah. so do you remember what a port is of a game.
1: Um it's when they take a game that was made for one console and they make it playable on another console, but it's like the exact same game.
0: Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It it that's when you hear about a port, it is did you just was, bow?
1: Yeah, I was taking a bow. <laughs> I got the answer right.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and a port is just that. It is the same exact game. Nothing special about it. It's just being ported over to a, another console. Right? There's no fancy dancy thing. It's just ported over. Now, a remaster, right? A remaster is a step above a port where it was an older game, but it was intentionally enhanced, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say intentionally enhanced, there's a lot of this Xbox one X enhanced, and Bethesda does this a lot where they'll say like, Oh, we're not releasing a fallout three remaster because you know, the, the Xbox one X, it, it already enhances it. That's, that's kind of like saying that if I was playing a game on PC and I got a new PC so I can up the specs on my game, that, that counts as a remaster <laughs> that doesn't, that just means that the specs are up, you mm-hmm. know, now, it, it does look really good. Like Red Dead Redemption, the first one, looks amazing on the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. It is not a remaster. What a remaster is, is that you take the game of old, kind of like what a port is, but you intentionally enhance the graphics, enhance the, um, the depth perception. You enhance the audio, uh, maybe throw in some DLCs. It is intentionally enhanced... To give to a newer console so that older players, you know, or younger players can experience games of old. Yeah. Right? Now, a remake is a complete get it out of here. Get that old game out of here. And you remake the exact same game from the ground up. Yes. Right? So, like we saw from the Resident Evil 2 remake where it was not the same game at all. And it was completely remade with a new engine, new designers, like everything was remade. Mm -hmm. So a remaster is just the same game, just enhanced, right? Mm -hmm. Enhanced visuals, enhanced audio, enhanced box art. I don't know, but a (laughs) remake is just a, it's not just enhanced. It's just completely remade. Yeah. From ground up. Ground up. Now, let's ask you this question. Now that we defined what a remaster is and what a remake is, mm-hmm. uh, how can remasters be good or bad? And the same thing as remakes. How do you think they can be good? How can you think they're bad?
1: I feel like a remaster is good when it comes to preserving memories. Yeah. Because you're essentially, you're playing the same game you were before. It just looks nicer. Right. Whereas the I don't know where I can find the bad in that, other than you don't get a new game, you're literally paying for the same game. Yeah. Um, I think that's where that comes in is you're paying for a game that you already have and own. For, yeah, I know you. I know you did that. Yeah. You had it,
0: and you I still just want it. Bought it. Yeah. But as CRISPR, the same game. Yeah. yeah.
1: But and then as far as a remake, yeah. The part of that that's fun is that. You get to see a new person's perspective right on the story mm-hmm. or a new person's vision for the story, yeah, and you get the same game, but it's a little it's a little different
0: yeah it's like a, a it's remix a, sp- a remix, I like it <laughs> remake remix
1: um, so it's kind of like that, so you get to just see the same story from a different perspective almost, yeah, and the only problem with that is. Like the one bad with that is that it's losing all those memories, or it doesn't have the steam. It doesn't have that nostalgia feeling that you would get with a remaster. Yeah. Um because a lot of time they're remaking games that you played when you were younger.
0: Yeah, kind of like the um Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon mm-hmm. remakes. They yeah. completely remade it from the ground up, or even Crash Team Racing completely remade. Mm-hmm. It's not a remaster because then it would just be the same game, just enhanced, but they completely remade it from the ground up. Now, I agree with you that a remaster can be great because it's the same game that you remember. It's just enhanced. I remember still getting Skyrim remastered, and all that was was a test of the new Fallout 4 engine, the Mm -hmm. new creation engine, like the new enhanced one, and it just like said, like, hey, before we make Fallout 4, let's test it out, and it just it's not as easy as that they they don't yeah. just like
1: plug it in and be yeah. like look everything's fixed <laughs> exactly
0: there's a lot more to it than just like oh just put it in fellas oh remaster there we go yeah um but basically saying um now i bought this i knew it was just a cash grab but i never played it in the dlcs and i wanted the enhanced graphics on my xbox one versus the 360 where it just crashed all the time and and that's the other thing when you remaster a game it can actually run better on your yeah. new systems, like especially PC players.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're still waiting, uh, okay. Mr. Matty plays. If you're listening to this, yeah, I know. We're still waiting for a Knights of the Old Republic remaster. So Kinda that hurt my ear. So that it can run properly <laughs> on PCs because it keeps crashing on PCs. I want to replay it, but guess what? When you run it on Windows 10.
1: I wanted to see if you could turn your head anymore.
0: (laughs) It won't play. Now, we are still waiting. Now, a nice of the old remake. See, that's the thing. When I think of a remake, and this is going to my next section, why should a remake be made over a remaster? So I'm kind Mm -hmm. of combining here. I think a remake needs to be made if the gameplay mechanics of the original weren't as intended right uh yeah. if the technology just stood at just like like what links awakening is now again i i won't link this because i've linked enough youtube videos for you um and articles but uh arlo was talking about the remake for links awakening in his review for links awakening and he's just saying that like the whole reason why a game should be remade Is that you didn't have the technology before to make it as enhanced and visual as the intended, um, as as the original designer intended for it to be.
1: Or envisioned it to be.
0: Right. Because it's still a top-down Zelda game. Yeah. Where a remake could be so much more than just a top-down Zelda game Mm -hmm. where it's square by square by square. Yeah. It could be just like Resident Evil 2. And and the, and I think Resident Evil Two is the perfect one of the perfect examples of a good reason for a remaster, is because I just burped. Um, it's because the camera angle for the original Resident Evil Two. I said this before. I didn't really quite like it because you go into one room, the camera angle changes, and this and ch- that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas it makes it modernized, mm-hmm. and it, it encapsulates everything that the original creator envisioned but with today's technology yeah right so i i think that's why a remake should be made over a remaster Mm -hmm. but a remaster should be made if the game is absolutely perfect like next to the old republic um there's nothing really need that that needs to be fixed it's perfect the way it is yeah but it just needs some enhanced visuals and to run properly on pc without crashing
1: yeah i I agree because if a game is was well received a good game, yeah and is is one of those good games like Knights of the Old Republic, where it was it's a favorite, it's nostalgic, yeah, it's great, then yeah, a remaster is all that's needed, yeah, but if it's a game that maybe wasn't as well received mm-hmm. or wasn't quite up to standards yeah then a remake is perfectly fine because you get that same base story that's what people wanted yeah but you get to give them everything else they wanted like Mm -hmm. better angles better yeah just a better round telling of the story yeah you know because there are some games that i think you know if it wasn't made the right way or wasn't received well, the first time, say five, ten years ago, yeah, and I think it's okay to try it and remake it.
0: Well, you're talking about almost like a reboot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so let's even define that. I lost that. my train of thought. Well, like let's even talk about a reboot, right?
1: A lot of re's
0: Well, that's the thing. Know. There's a lot like to to go into because a lot of people get confused between
1: mm-hmm.
0: like when a game re-releases, right? All yeah. of these are. Oh, that's
1: true. Yeah, that re-releases
0: you know re-releases right there's a port there's a remaster there's a remake we define those now reboots right is kind of like the god of war game in ps4 where it's the same characters but it it's not remastering any sort of game from the past it's not remaking any game from the past right it is simply just rebooting the series like from yeah. ground up like it's 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 a new game but with a different storyline kind of like Assassin's Creed Origins mm-hmm. and unfortunately Assassin's Creed Odyssey these are reboots for the series I say unfortunately because fight me on Twitter at Ace the grocer Odyssey is trash anyway now uh that's the reboots but yeah uh did I lose your train of thought there
1: no, I lost my train of thought when I was talking about remakes. I yeah. can't. I, I keep forgetting my examples.
0: Now I I keep thinking about like well, it's kind of like when a movie is remade and remastered. Yeah, when but, it
1: gets old enough. But it's a little
0: different because with a game, I would want it to be remade.
1: Here's an example of remake. Yeah. So, Disney.
0: No all those movies should die and burn but
1: that's what i'm saying they are taking the old movies remaking them with human elements
0: and it's disgusting
1: i know i'm not a fan of it i'm just saying that's an example of a remake yeah they're literally making the same exact story that it was before but someone else's idea someone else's vision someone who visualized it as Live action. Yeah. That's what it is. They're taking the exact same story, exact same characters, and putting it in their vision. Yeah.
0: And um, that's the thing. The thing between um, a remake of a video game and a remake of a Disney movie is that one is disgusting (laughs) and a sin to humanity. And the other one is actually wanted and desired.
1: Not always.
0: Always. If you give me a remake of the Punisher game, on the original Xbox and PS2. Um, okay, but... Glory from that.
1: But there could be a game that you don't want remade that you're just like, why couldn't you just remaster that?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I keep thinking about Knights of the Old Republic as as a recording this. And I'm sorry if it sounds boring because I, I really am thinking about would I rather have a remaster of Knights of the Old Republic? Same kind of game mechanics, same features... It's it's a perfect game. I love Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, but would I want it remade? I don't know about that. I don't know if I want... I don't know if I want that.
1: See what I mean? Sometimes, I so even not in Disney World.
0: Like even Mario Kart Double Dash. I don't know if I That's want that. Gabe. Yeah, I don't know if I want that remade. I, I just want a remaster of it, which you can get with uh Eon Gaming products. I was
1: just about to say that. I'm like, this is the best part about Eon products is that yes. because for me, I wouldn't necessarily always buy a remaster just because especially if I still have the game on the original system. Like we have a GameCube and yeah. we have the game, why would I go out and buy it for the Playstation four, or Playstation Five? Yeah. You know? And that's the best part of the Eon well, system. Well, it
0: would be on Switch for a double dash.
1: Whatever, yeah, I'm not talking about it necessarily, I'm just saying,
0: oh, double dash on the switch, I would buy it anyway,
1: the but but let- that's what I'm saying that's the best part about the eon products is that this isn't we're this isn't a commercial or anything, we just really like the product, yeah, but that's the best part is that it does like the remaster almost without having to buy a whole new game
0: now actually, this segues into my next note is that with remakes and remasters and even reboots no not even reboots um do we think this plays a part in game preservation or is this killing the initiative
1: i i don't i think they're both a little extreme yeah i don't think it's killing the initiative but i don't think it's really doing much for it either
0: okay explain
1: because when i think of game preservation i still think i think of just the original games yeah well taken care of. hmm Like, we still have my original GameCube. Yes. With the original games that came out on it.
0: Yes. They, you are correct.
1: So, to me, that's like, we are preserving that memory and that time. Yeah. By still using and keeping and taking care of my system and my games. Yeah. So, doing a remaster or a reboot so that it can be, so that they can be played on new systems... Yeah, you have the memories, but it's not hmm. the same, in my opinion.
0: See, it's a it's a difficult question. And if you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below. Does this help game preservation? I want I really do want to hear your thoughts here. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to us on, uh, iTunes or anything like that, tweet at us, Gaming Groceries. Um,
1: can I say one more thing? Go for it. So, and another example on that is that we when we were at RetroCon, mm-hmm. I was searching high and low for a good Genesis with the Aladdin game. Yes. And when you came to me and said, oh my gosh, they're making the Aladdin and Lion King game. Oh. You expected me to be so excited. Like you thought I was going to be bouncing off the walls excited, but I wasn't because I wanted it on the Genesis because that's the way I played it. Yeah. I'm still going to get it for the You're a purist. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I just, I, the, the nostalgia is held in the whole thing, not just the game. Mm-hmm. i'm still gonna play it on the switch because i don't have a genesis to play it on but
0: yeah well you technically still, do well this whatever. is a crappy one
1: anyway but that's what i mean where it's like it's the whole system yeah to me that holds that nostalgia
0: no you're you're exactly right and, and it's a tough question just because a remaster allows for new players to access the games of old mm-hmm. right uh, however though if you really think about it it's like what you're saying, it's not it's still not the same game as it was intended to play. Yeah. That's why you see a lot of um that's why you see a lot of retrofests still hooking up their systems to CRT TVs. Mm-hmm. While while there are HD TVs that have the RCA outputs, right? Or inputs I should say, inputs usually they'll have these CRTs. Mm-hmm. That's because like it was it was intended to play on this kind of TV, this kind of system. I still think, in my opinion, I still think remasters, not remakes. I still think remasters still play a part in game preservation, because just like what you said, is that it allows you to play the same game on a newer system, Mm -hmm. on a new system that isn't wearing out yeah like um like the original xbox that's gonna yeah. be retro pretty soon i'm pretty sure okay so in my definition it's
1: already retro
0: in my definition of a retro console two generations have to pass before well, it's, it's retro or past that. Mm-hmm. so the 360 isn't retro in my mind but once the new generation comes out mm-hmm. 360 is now retro in my opinion uh that's not the correct opinion write it down in the comments or tweet at me Ace the Grocer fight me anyways Jeez. but the original Xbox um actually has a battery inside that starts to corrode mm-hmm. right it starts to corrode and eventually will actually implode your system wow sometimes it will That's actually extreme. set yeah sometimes it will actually set your system on fire so i would love remasters
1: mm-hmm.
0: of original yeah. games or even i love what Xbox is doing i love you phil spencer you're my favorite because he's actually making the xbox one back backwards compatible not only with 360 games but with original xbox games yeah select games mind you um one of those select games is not jet set radio future but i'm not bitter at all about that mr phil spencer it come no it won't because he just announced he also announced that these are going to be the last and final backwards compatible of the original Xbox.
1: But well, if you're going to do it, do all of them.
0: That's what I said. And it was Splinter Cell. I love Splinter Cell. But you know what I love more than Splinter Cell?
1: Jet Set Radio Future. And anyway. I'm not
0: bitter about that at all. Anyway. I'm not bitter about that. I know. But that's the thing. I, think, yeah. I, I still think a remaster still plays a part.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, but a remake, you could argue kills the initiative of game preservation. Yeah. Um yeah. It, in the way of it's not the intended way. Now, oh wait, actually, hold on. It still might, because again, a remake is the intended artistic style of the original creator, but now with today's ten- technology. Take not a look always. Well, take a look at um Final Fantasy sevens remake. Right, if he had the technology of today, right, yeah, it made Final Fantasy 7, It would look exactly like this.
1: But that's not always the case.
0: Name an example.
1: Well, I don't have a video game example. I don't even. I'm case not. I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm saying that's not always the case because it, one, if that person's not the one making it, right, you don't know what their intended vision was was for it. Well, and it's someone else making it so you it's clear it's someone else's vision for it
0: yeah but i'm always writing anyway you're so- i'm glue wait <laughs> no wait hold on dang it <laughs> it's late at night i'm also anyway. drinking a pumpkin beer uh yeah how
1: I'm do you annoyed.
0: pronounce this scuffly
1: <laughs> schlafly
0: it's late at night people anyways continue yeah go for it uh write it in the comments down below how do I pronounce it that
1: schlafly kevin said it the other day
0: well kevin is a nice guy now moving on um oh go 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 for it yeah
1: but yeah i mean i i i get the thing for remasters and i do agree that yes they as far as the thing goes as like mm. you don't have to keep an old box tv to play your CRT's, old games yeah. mm-hmm that's you know that that helps right but yeah, yeah. i am one t- i don't mind playing a game with playing a game or watching a movie with like bad graphics from when they were out yeah because that and like you said that's the way it was supposed that's what it was meant to be shown on so like like you're always like we you want to change all of our dvds to blu-rays yes or 4K if it's necessary.
0: Oh, you caught me there because sometimes we watch a movie from the 1980s, like Die Hard, and I don't want the Blu-ray for it.
1: Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. We don't... Uh, dang like, it. I don't care about those things because if I go to watch My Girl, yeah, which I love that movie,
0: mm-hmm. if I
1: go to watch My Girl, I don't need to see that in Blu-ray or 4K. It was meant to be shown in regular
0: Yeah. 'cause there's a there's a so charm to it there's a there's a certain exactly
1: that that the grittiness the the little like when you have that recording from your v h s when and it has a little blipping screen, yeah it's you know it's you know it's that's part of the charm it's part of the charm and that's why I like it so the same thing for me goes for video games if it was meant to be played on an old t v yeah and it was and it had lines going through it and it was hmm. very um gritty yeah then then that's the way it's meant to be and that's what holds it in there so for me remasters still aren't always the best option yeah but remasters help the initi- initiative more than remakes remakes don't do anything for it in my opinion
0: yeah and, and that's just it is that like um i think that remasters and remakes could have us re-experience our childhood memories back in the old days, but right? But
1: it's not the same.
0: I know it's not the same, but it can also introduce the next generation to new memories cuz I Yeah. Cuz one of our students um who I love, he's a good he's a, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. But we whenever, couldn't
1: pay him enough money to play our GameCube.
0: I showed him Mario Party, the original Mario Party on N64 and his reaction was Ew, these graphics. It took all of my might. It took all of my power. I even prayed a little that I would not slap this child into <laughs> next week when he yeah. said, "Ill these graphics.
1: Yeah, I kind of wanted to punch him in the face when he said that.
0: <laughs> but that's just it. That's just it, that it. It introduces these kids who are used to better graphics into good games, into games that introduced everything else. Yes. Fortnite wouldn't exist... Without these, Mario Party. Without Mario Party. That's a fact. <laughs> I will t- challenge me.
1: No, I agree.
0: Yeah. No, I'm saying to the audience right now know. challenge me. It's late at night, so I'll accept any challenge. But here's the thing is that um, I still think that remasters and remakes still have a place.
1: They have a place, but it's also okay to not want those things. Yeah if you if you look at they like they do a remake of one of your old favorite games it's okay to be like i'll pass
0: exactly yeah kind of like this aladdin lion king game we'll get it eventually just for just for giggles
1: yeah i want to play aladdin
0: yeah i still want to play uh iconoclasts on this the switch which is still on sale but that's just (laughs) that's just it is that like um It still reintroduces, still childhood memories, just on a new system, Mm -hmm. right? And that's the thing. You don't have to keep your old rotting system there. Now, if you take good care of it, awesome.
1: Yeah. Good for you. You get to play your games on it.
0: Yeah. I still have my original Xbox. Oh, wait. No, I don't. Oh, my goodness. Because my uncle threw it away. And I could have fixed it because I fix old consoles. It's my hobby. But now I will end it with this. I'm going to end it with this. Not all remasters, not all remakes, they're not necessary. No. It's not necessary for Knights of the Old... Actually, yes, it is. Um, It's not necessary. Quite. Um, Knights of the Old Republic deserves a remaster. Anyway. Just like Floki.
1: Anyway. Floki
0: deserves a gold medal.
1: Oh yeah. He's the best puppy in the world. But anyway.
0: Knights of the Old Republic. (laughs) Um, It's not... Remasters aren't always necessary. But they make older games, and I want to use this correctly. It makes older games accessible. It makes older games accessible to the next generation of gamers. Yeah. In my opinion, right? Yes. Now, I see the camera is low on battery, and I am low on energy as well because it is late at night, and I'm drinking a pumpkin beer.
1: Camera's going to turn off soon.
0: I am ready for night nights. So let's end it there before the camera runs out i'm pretty almost out of time so let's end it here so uh any other closing thoughts not really yeah so give us your opinions on remasters remakes in the comments down below if you're watching this on youtube comment down below what are your thoughts on remasters and remakes if you made it this far I love you. That that's it. I just love you so much. Um, and if you're listening on an on audio version, send me an email contact at gamesandgroceries dot com, and just send me your thoughts or tweet at me at aegrocer at gaminggroceries or
1: at journey first. I forgot it first
0: <laughs> uh you can also follow us on instagram games of groceries all one word we can uh find out all these pictures about us about our dog about the question of the week you should do it do that and also our website games of groceries.com you can listen to all the audio uh versions of the podcast it's late at night people i'm so sorry it's bedtime yeah it's bedtime and finally if you enjoyed this episode if you enjoyed this song on youtube definitely give it a like Definitely give it a share for anybody who would enjoy this type of episode. Definitely share it with them because you know you love us like I love you. Mwah. So, definitely comment down below and definitely consider subscribing and hitting that notification bell if you made it this far because uh, you can keep a track of when all these episodes come out, as well as our question of the week episodes, podcast highlights, and also our let's plays of the complete Life is Strange series that we are playing thus far. So, and it it's time for us to go to sleep.
1: Yay! Let's do
0: that. We thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We hope to see you next week. Have a good week.